0: You're listening to Flourish Weekly with Pastor Jen. We know you'll be encouraged by today's talk. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Flourish Weekly. Thank you so much for listening again. Um, I'm so glad to be back in the swing of things and recording podcasts again. And this week, I want to share something that's on my heart that um, really, I think all of us are tested in this area Every week, sometimes every day, and it's really the essence of our walk with Jesus. It's really the essence of our success in life. Um, I don't think we quite realize the importance of it as much as we should, and um, and so it's really the key to everything. And the subject that I want to talk to you about this week is um, our love walk, walking in love with people. Oh, and boy, is that hard sometimes. <laughs> sometimes our uh, we are so tempted, and we are so tested in the area of just simply walking in love with someone. You know, 1 Corinthians 13 is the chapter that we all call um, the love chapter. And 1 Corinthians 13, 13 says um, that these three things will remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And so it really is important. It really is um, essential to our walk with Jesus. Um, Matthew chapter 22, Jesus said, The greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength, and then to love your neighbor as yourself. And man, that is just not always easy, right? Um, We're tested in this area. But if we go back to 1 Corinthians 13 and we really look at the characteristics, I'm not going to read the whole chapter to you today. Many of you have heard it, you've read it. And if not, I want to encourage you um, open up your phone and you can find it online, or you can, if you don't have a Bible, but if you have a Bible, open it up to 1 Corinthians 13 and you can find there the characteristics of love. Um, God says that love is patient, love is kind, it's not envious, which means it's not jealous. It's not boastful or proud. Um, it's not self-seeking. It quickly forgives wrongs. Um, it's it's enduring. There's just many, many characteristics in there that you can find, and it really can 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 open your eyes and open my eyes to see how's our love walk doing. How are we doing in this area of of walking in love with people? So. I'm going to pray and then I have four little things that I want to share with you about your love walk. Father in Jesus name, I just pray that you would help me to convey your word. Lord, I pray that you would comfort us, strengthen us, convict us, Lord. Speak to our hearts, prick our hearts. Deal with us about areas of our lives where our love walk is not not where it should be, where it's not up to par. Father, I love you, and I want to love other people like you do. Help me to walk in love with others as you love them and as you see them. And I pray that for every person who's listening today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so the first thing that I want you to understand about love is, oh, you know, we think love, we hear love, we think, you know, um, being in love, romance, all of these things. But what I'm talking to you about today is a God kind of love that you walk in with the people that you see every day. And so the first thing that I really want you to get about love is that love is compassionate. Um, compassion is something that isn't just something that you feel. The Bible talks about that Jesus, He was moved with compassion when He saw the people had so many needs. Compassion is something that moves you to action, right? So having walking in love with people, being a person that's full of the love of God, love is compassionate, but compassion moves you to action. And you know what? The thing is, is we would like to say that uh, love is convenient, but it's really not. Walking in love is going to cost you something. It is. It's going to require you to lay down your preferences, to maybe lay down your time, to maybe lay down your your plan for the day, and it's going to require that you meet the needs of someone else. And it's not always going to be comfortable. It's not always going to be easy. In fact, most of the time, it's not. Look. There are people that we walk in love with that are so easy. You know, just there are those people in life that they're they're kind, and they're warm, and they're, um, they're quick to apologize if they say or do something wrong, and, and they're humble, and they're genuine. And these are the people in our lives, y'all, that, that are really simple and easy to love. But not everybody in our lives are like that. Not everybody is going to be like that. You are going to encounter people and encounter situations where your love walk is going to require you to be uncomfortable. Um, and and I'm, I'm thinking specifically about the area of humbling ourselves and apologizing, whether it's in an argument with your spouse or a misunderstanding with a friend or a misunderstanding with um, just a colleague or someone at work or someone maybe that you go to church with. Look, if there's a misunderstanding, it's going to be uncomfortable for you to humble yourself and apologize. And you may have not been the only one wrong, but I bet you can find an area where you could have reacted differently. And so I want, I just, really encourage you to use this phrase of, hey, I'm sorry that I hurt you. I didn't mean to, it wasn't my intent, and I'm sorry that I reacted the way that I did, or I'm sorry that I said the things that I said. It's amazing what that soft answer and that soft, humble act of apologizing will do to mend a relationship and to mend a friendship that really you you probably don't want to lose. It's probably a friendship that's more important to you than the pride that's causing you to not simply walk in love by offering an apology. And so, love is compassionate. Compassion moves us to action when we see the needs of others. I'm 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 reminded of the um, the prodigal, not the prodigal. I'm reminded of the the good Samaritan who saw someone that needed him, and he stopped what he was doing on his way to do something else. And he may have not had the time to take care of him for weeks and months, but he had the time to take care of him for a few hours and get him settled. And so, I want to encourage you: look, be moved with compassion. When you see a need, walk in love. And it's probably going to be a little uncomfortable, but just go for it and see what God does in your lives. But another thing about compassion is, we talk a lot about boundaries. I talk a lot about boundaries. I've learned boundaries. I live boundaries, healthy, godly boundaries that are rooted in love. So boundaries that aren't rooted in love are just walls. And so we have to be really careful that boundaries don't turn into walls in our lives. Um, one of the books that I've read on boundaries, Doctor um, uh, Henry Cloud and Townsend, they say that boundaries are fences with gates and we have to be really careful that those fences with gates don't turn into walls in our lives and that in in our oh i in our decision to say oh i have boundaries and i'm setting a boundary and i'm i'm not allowing that in my life look all of that is healthy and good and you need to do that to make sure that you're not being taken advantage of or abused or or walked all over there's a lot of need for healthy godly boundaries in our lives but proper boundaries are always rooted and grounded in love. And love tells the truth. Love says, um, you know, I'm not going to allow that into my life anymore. These are these are acts of love because we love God number 1, we love that person, and we love ourselves. But I want to say today we have to be careful that we don't swing to the opposite side that because we're so we've gotten so practiced and so good at boundaries that now our love walk is is dead. And our love walk is needing some attention and some pruning and some watering and some some love, um, and so I want to encourage you today. If you're someone who maybe maybe you started out way out of um, out of balance, where you said yes to everyone and you were frazzled and you were giving yourself to everyone all the time. and all you ever did was serve others. So then you started to learn and develop how to have boundaries, how to say no, um, and how to be healthy in this in this area. You know what? I applaud you and I am all for boundaries. I have learned boundaries in my own life. I need boundaries. Um, but I want to also encourage you to make sure that your love walk doesn't die in the process. Make sure that you still can be interrupted and you still can serve and you still can be the only one who, who seemingly is serving in a certain way or giving in a certain way. God doesn't miss a thing. And everything that you give in generosity—everything Everything that you do in generosity, like the Good Samaritan, God sees it, and He will bless you and provide for you in ways that you you may not even recognize. Your bank account may not fill up the next day, but God's going to bring people into your life that are going to fill your heart and fill your soul and friends that are going to love you the way that you crave to be loved, and God's going to provide the right relationships, but but don't be afraid of being stretched and challenged in your love walk, don't be afraid of stepping out and loving someone when it's um, don't don't be so afraid of 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 love in setting boundaries. If that makes sense, okay. The second thing I really want to share with you is that a life guided by love is a life that can be interrupted, and we've kind of already talked about that. But I'm going to say that one more time: a life guided by love is a life that can be interrupted. Um, The Good Samaritan was willing to help. He was willing. And the first thing you have to ask yourself is, am I willing to help? The second thing is he was able to help. You're not always going to be able to help, but sometimes you will be. And you have to ask yourself, Am I able to help? And if the answer is no, then that's when those healthy, godly boundaries come in, and you say, No, you know what? I'm not able to help with that today or this week or this month, but I can next week. I can on this date. I'm available on this date. We want to make sure that we, even in setting boundaries in our lives, that we still maintain a heart of availability. If you have locked yourself down so much, that no one can get into your life, and no one can get any help, and no one can get any, any, um, no one can interrupt your day or your schedule. Then it might be time to check your love walk. Um, another thing about the Good Samaritan is that he was interrupted in all of this, but he used what he had. You know, he didn't have. He he didn't have everything that this man needed. He wasn't a doctor. He couldn't take care of him. He couldn't fix him. He couldn't heal him. But he did have some money in his pocket that he could take this man and get him settled, and get the right people in, get him connected to the right people that could help him. And so I want to encourage you to use what you have in your love walk. you know, something that really touches people's lives is when they're going through sickness or they've had a new baby or they're going through a trial in their lives or something major has happened, showing up at their door with a home cooked meal and leaving it, and not even staying to visit, or maybe staying to visit if that's what they're wanting. But but what I want to say about this is that maybe you just maybe you're not a chef, you know? Maybe cooking is not your thing, and that is perfectly okay. But I bet you could um, throw some 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 Pillsbury Doughboy cookies in the oven, or I bet you could um, go pick up a meal from their favorite restaurant and deliver it, or I bet you could just show up maybe with a, a handmade gift, maybe put together a little basket with a candle and a, a sweet, kind note that you've written to them. These are love actions that take our time. They Honestly, the amount of time it takes to do something like that is a lot less than the impact that it's going to have on that person's life. And so A life guided by love is a life that can be interrupted where you can stop what you're doing and say, yeah, I can stop. I can finish this later and I can come and I can help you. He was willing to help. He was able to help and he used what he had. Um, And number three of the four things I want to share with you about love is that love sees the value in one single individual you know, sometimes we get so caught up in the crowds and the numbers and the, and I am all for that. You know, like I am all for the big gatherings and the, the, the large celebrations. And I'm all for that. I feel like there's energy and strength and encouragement that happens in the large crowds, but love is something that, causes us to see the value in the one individual person right in front of us. Who is sitting in front of you at church that just needs a little extra love today? Who is the one individual person that you um, encounter whenever you are at the grocery store, when you're at the when you're when you're uh, the cashier that you see at Walmart, or the person you run into when you're traveling, or the mechanic that you run into when you're getting an oil change, these are individual people that love will cause you to see and to value. And and sometimes, guys, it's just a simple, hey man, how's your day? You having a good day today? Something like that just makes a person feel seen and cared about, and they might be rude to you, and if so, be kind and move on. But then there's other people who will open up to you, and they'll talk to you about their lives, and you might have an opportunity to pray with them or just to give them an encouraging word and say, it's going to be okay. I really want to encourage you that every person you come in contact with at the post office, at the UPS store... At work, um, wherever it is, wherever the 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 guys that you run into on, on the oil field, if you're if you're a man who's out there working, these men matter and these women matter to God, and love will cause you to value the individual. And the fourth thing is maturity in Christ comes through maturity in love. So so many of us have said, so many of you have told me, I want to grow in my walk with God. I want to grow in my walk with the Lord. And the first thing that I always ask is, well, you know, how is your relationship with him? Are you spending time with him? Are you reading your word and and talking to him? Are you journaling? Are you spending time to grow that relationship? You know, you can't grow a relationship with your kids or grow a relationship with your spouse or Or with a new friend, unless you spend time with them. I have some new friends in my life that I'm doing my best to be intentional about spending time so that I can grow those friendships. And it's going to require time and effort to do that. But, it's, but another way that we can mature in Christ beyond spending time with Him, I'm going to be real honest with you. The quickest way to mature your walk with Jesus and to mature in Christ is to mature your love walk. <laughs> and I, it is not going to be easy. Maturing your love walk means walking in love with someone who doesn't deserve it, walking in love with someone who's being difficult, walking in love with someone that you don't understand where they're coming from, walking in love with someone that, and going back to 1 Corinthians 13 and saying, okay, how am I going to react to this? Well, love is patient, it's kind, it's not jealous, it's not boastful, it's not proud, it's not rude. It doesn't demand its own way. It's not irritable. It keeps no record of being wronged. It doesn't rejoice in injustice, but rejoices when truth wins out. It never gives up. It never loses faith. It's always hopeful, and it endures through every circumstance. So, If we test ourselves according to those verses, then I guarantee you there's an area that we can grow. There's an area that we can ask God to mature our love walk. Lord, help me to be more patient with my child. Help me to endure with this particular person and to continue to walk in love, even though it's difficult. Help me to not keep a record of the wrongs that have been done against me. Help me to let those things go and instead forgive and walk in love. Remember, the goal in life is to be Christ-like, right? The goal in, in everything that we do, going to work, ministry, life, raising our family, raising our kids, in our spousal relationship. The goal in life is to be like Christ. That's what that's what why we're Christians. Christianity is about being like Him. And if we're gonna be like Him, then man, we've got to grow in our love walk. How did Jesus respond to the needy, to the messy, to the hungry? How, how did he respond to the people? You know, I, I get I get a little concerned when I'm hanging out in, in circles with other Christians, and people make comments about, you know, somebody's. Um, maybe super difficult to deal with, and they they kind of blow them off because they're just a difficult, messy, hungry, and when I say hungry, I don't mean physically. I mean like socially they're hungry or, or emotionally they're hungry. And I go back to, sure, we want to have boundaries. Sure, we don't want to allow people to just completely suck us dry because we are not Jesus. Now, we want to be like Him, but we are not Him. I am not Jesus. I am not... Um, God. And so I cannot be all things for all people, but I can strive to be like Him and to love people like Him and to give—now this goes back to the, the, the second point—to give what I do have, to give what I am able to give. And then when I'm not able to give anymore, I don't give anymore. But we, we want to make sure that we're responding to the needy people, the messy people in, in, in life that we encounter like Jesus did. Um, in You know, insecurity will hinder your growth by hindering your love walk. Insecurity is a big blockade between you and walking in love. Um, it causes us to not fully be able to love someone because we are subconsciously protecting ourselves. We're insecure. Um, someone, Maybe someone in our life is um, more talented than us, more eloquent than us, more um, successful than us, being promoted in a way that maybe we're not being promoted, these different things in life. If it if it begins to stir in you an in insecurity, I want to really challenge you to talk to someone in leadership, talk to your spouse, talk to a friend, and say, just humbly admit, just man, I am. I'm gonna tell you, my husband probably gets so tired of me. Because I will just flat out tell him, I'm grumpy today. Um, I feel insecure today. I'm struggling today with impatience. I will flat out just tell him what I am struggling with. And because it causes us to have less disagreements, if I just come right out and tell him, babe, I'm struggling. And I want to encourage you to tell someone, hey, I'm struggling with insecurity. I don't want to feel this way. I want to be free and healed and whole and confident in who God has called me to be. Let me tell you something, if someone in your life is promoted or receives a a gift or a blessing or a promotion or something good in their life happens, and your reaction is not one of two things, either one, you level up with them. Meaning, hey, all right, you're moving up. I'm going to move up with you. Or two, you celebrate for them. You either level up with them or you celebrate for them. And if your reaction is not one of those two things, it's time to stop and check. Man, am I responding out of insecurity? Am I responding out of jealousy? Am I responding out of a place that doesn't feel loved and valued? Or maybe I'm questioning why I didn't get that? Or if, if you're upset with someone for their um, promotion or or blessing in life, boy, it is time to slow down and check your heart. And I'm saying this for myself as well. It's time to check our hearts and say, No, you know what? Um, I should be able to fully, genuinely, from a pure heart, celebrate the blessings in other people's lives. And if not, then I'm going to go to my relationship with God or go to my relationship with trusted people and say, you know, this is an area of my life where there's a hole and I need it to be filled. I, I, I need God to heal something in me and I need God to secure me because Another thing another sign of insecurity is when you're 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 constantly seeking the approval of man or the accolades of man or you're doing things you know there's a conversation that happens at work and and you're quick to say um, no, that was me. You want you're constantly wanting the credit for things and credit for things, good things that have happened. Look, this isn't. This is a sign that there's something going on in your heart. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying. I mean, we are wrong when we're like that. But I'm not saying that. Um, I'm not condemning you or judging you or being critical, but I'm just saying this is something that we want to bring to Jesus and we want Him to heal. And I'm going to actually pray with you at the end of this, that God will heal those areas so that we can be free to walk in confidence that God's given us and know who we are in Christ so that then we can love others. And I just did a podcast about knowing who you are and identity that I think will really help as well if you want to go back and listen to to the um, previous episode. Um so insecurity will hinder your growth by hindering your love walk. Jealousy will also hinder your growth by hindering your love walk. And jealousy is a man that is a monster to be dealt with. I remember I struggled a lot with that in my 20s and I can genuinely say with a pure heart and pure motives that I believe that I am free from that. Um I don't I don't struggle with that like I used to and and one of the ways that I would always, you know, try to break free from that is every time I would feel jealousy or, 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 you know, sense it or, or, um, or feel a twinge of it, I would immediately, not later, not think, okay, I'll talk, to, I'll pray about that later. I would immediately stop what I was doing and just say a little prayer and say, Lord, I give this to you. I lay this down at the cross. I know you died on the cross for my sins. I know that jealousy isn't right. And so I lay this down and I'm asking you to take this and heal this and replace that jealousy in my heart with your love and with your security and with love for others. And over time, it began to get healed more and more and more. And so I want to encourage you to do that with anything in your heart. Um, There are sins that are outward, and then there are sins in the heart that maybe no one even knows are there, but we want to keep those pure and cleaned out as well. So jealousy will hinder your growth by hindering your love walk as well. Um, The best way to overcome insecurity, jealousy, pride, and selfishness is to walk in love when it's hard. (laughs) Look, when it's... Oh, man... I'm, I'm hesitating because my love walk has been challenged in, recently. And when it is hard to, um, you know, bite your tongue, humble yourself, soften yourself, and walk in love in a difficult situation, it is worth it. Your love muscle will grow. Insecurity and jealousy will fall right off of your life. Anger and uh, selfishness will fall right off of your life. And in in place of it, God will give you His love. And there's a maturity in Christ that will come on your life quickly by walking in love when it's difficult. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. So, you know, let's ask ourselves as I close, when was the last time that you felt your love walk was challenged? Um, And did you respond well? How can you respond differently next time? You know, let's ask ourselves these questions so that we can grow. There's no sense in listening to a podcast like this and then, and then not changing. So I really want to encourage you to spend the next week or two journaling, talking to God, talking to others about your love walk and how you can grow in love. Um, and also learning to walk and learn to balance healthy boundaries and a very strong love walk. So I love you so much. Let's pray. I know I usually only pray at the beginning, but I just feel led to pray with you one more time um, for God to just fill those areas of your heart. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for my friend right now. I pray that you would fill his or her heart with your love. Lord, that you would comfort them and bring a security and a peace to them that they've never experienced before. God, I pray that you would speak words of love and compassion to them, and that from that place of receiving your love and your compassion from that place, God, we can then be people who give our love and compassion to others. I pray that you would heal any insecurity and give them the confidence to walk in the fullness of who they are in you. God, I pray that you would heal and remove any jealousy Anything in our hearts that's hindering our love walk. And Lord, I just pray for a peace and a humility and a strength and a Christ-likeness to come over all of us. Lord, we love you so much and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I ask that you would continue to um, reach out to me. I love hearing from you. I hope that these are continuing to encourage you. I hope that um, you're enjoying these quick podcast episodes and that you would let me know um, your stories. Reach out through Instagram. Facebook, text, or call. I just love to hear from you, and I hope that you have a wonderful week. I'm praying for you. I'm with you, and I believe it's going to be a great week of us walking in compassion, walking in love by taking action and showing others the love of Christ. Have a great week. We're so glad you joined us today on Flourish Weekly. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with a friend and tag us on social media. You can also connect with Pastor Jen on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening.